Welcome back to season five of Footsteps in the Attic, and I could not be more excited to have the guest that I have tonight, because when you start off the season, you want to start it off with a bang, and it could not get any better, because my guest tonight is such an accomplished, accomplished actor, writer, producer. She has been in countless films and television series, and probably most notably for her work in American Horror Story, both Asylum and Freak Show, as Pepper the Pinhead, and the uh, upcoming now one-woman show, which I love this name, American Horror Story. I was cracking up when I read that. Please welcome the outstanding and amazing Miss Naomi Grossman. Naomi, how are you tonight? I'm wonderful. Thank you. (laughs) You are so welcome. I appreciate you donating this time tonight. And, you know, I have to just quickly ask you, what kind of a kid were you growing up? Oh, that's a, well, actually, it's in the show. It's in American Horror Story. Um, (laughs) I was a whore is what I was. No, I was a first grade boss. I, uh, the, the horror of American Horror Story is a hustler, uh, one who, you know, pours out, one who makes compromises to, you know, does what she's got to do to get what she wants. Um, so, yeah, but literally, uh, from the, uh, my first grade, I, uh, I had a hustle going, uh, in order to, um, I was trying to raise money to see uh, Brent Keller's belly button. I had a crush on uh, a, a certain first grader, uh, and he had his own hustle going I, during recess. Uh, ten buck, uh, ten, I'm sorry, ten cents. To, I'm sorry, twenty cents. Gosh, what had it been? It's my own show, and I don't even know it. Uh, no, it was ten cents a peek at his belly button. Ten bucks he get fully naked. Now, my mom gave me, tw- you know, two dimes every every morning for milk uh, with lunch. Uh, so, of course, I, you know, I, I, I splurged half of it on Brent's belly button, had to get my fix, throw the rest away. But, you know, first grade, you're hardly doing the kind of long division required to figure out, you know, $10 divided by 10 cents is a whopping 100 days. So, you know, it was going to be a while before I got to, got to see, you know, Brent Jr. But, um, anyway, I'm not going to tell you whether or not I did or not. I yeah, want you to come they got to see the show. Uh, I mean, I think that gives you a pretty good idea of, of the kind of kid I was. I was, I was a math whiz. Uh, <laughs> wow. Or at least I had to be in order to figure all this out. Um, but yeah, I was really, um, very, uh, Ingenuitive. I was, uh, you know, scheming always, clearly. Um, in fact, it's funny, you're catching me right now at, at my parents' home uh, in Taos, New Mexico, and I just came across some just hilarious uh, writings um, that I did, uh, which, again, are very indicative. I think I was a very creative kid, um, wild imagination. Um, and, and, and a performer, honestly, like I've always been a, a kind of, you know, performer on the Enneagram. If, if no mm-hmm. one's 
watching, then I don't really see any point. <laughs> I am right there with you. And we have more in common than you think, because I am right now sitting in my parents' home and I was a creative child, so I can yeah. relate to you completely. <laughs> Aww. I love uh, that. I would be remiss if I did not ask you this question because my friends, Glenn and Erica, are probably the biggest American Horror Story fans and they begged me to ask you, what was your preparation like for not only auditioning, but ultimately landing Pepper? Like, how did you dive into that? Mm. Well, the audition, I didn't even know what I was auditioning for really because, you know, they tend to be very secretive about these sorts of things. Um, so, you know, oftentimes they're giving you sides, which are of course like, you know, fake scripts, uh, which aren't even real. Like they're literally like change the names. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, because the fact is, like, if all the actors and managers and agents in Hollywood see what, you know, American right. Horror Story is doing in any given week, uh, then, you know, jig is up all of a sudden. Like, uh, so they they do tend to be pretty secretive. So, no, I had no, there was no indication of, you know, I mean, I think the role was called Pepper, but no one knew what, what, what is Pepper, right, you know, right, like right. Or, get the description so um i want to say the the description though was four to five feet tall possibly malformed childlike so um you know that gave me an idea i knew not to wear like high heels and a plunging neckline to the audition um (laughs) uh, i i you know i i I actually had to do a monologue of Jessica Langs, which we, which was from season one. Uh, and then I also, they gave me a ball and they asked me to try to get them to play with me, um, or play with them rather. Um, so, which of course now in retrospect, I, I get it. I know they were wanting to see that I had range, that I could go from, um, you know, evolved to, um, you know, playful and sweet little pepper. Yeah. So. Um, so, you know, yeah, I was, I mean, I'm a character actor, so I come from years and years at the Groundlings Theater yeah. in Los Angeles, so, um, playing big, over-the-top characters was very much in my wheelhouse. Um, I've never done this, per se, but, yeah, the, I mean, if you tell me to play a four-year-old, I can, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I just rarely get the opportunity being 48 and all. <laughs> well, you know what, you're so youthful anyway, and I... You know, it's funny because you definitely had your chops before American Horror Story because I recognized you. I recognized the face. Like, I knew you were a working actor. I'd seen you in other things. So what is it like when you land this show and it has such a rabid fan base? Like, how did your life change? I know that sounds like a rudimentary question, but I'm just fascinated. No, I'm just worried for you. If you go see, come see American Horror Story, you're going to be totally bored because you're like, <laughs> oh, I already know all the answers to these questions. Uh, I mean, on one hand, like I said, I didn't even know what I was auditioning for. Like, I called a friend who watches a lot of television, and he kind of sort of filled me in on the right. house. Of course, that didn't really helped me at all um so I didn't really I didn't really know and it wasn't until I was actually you know cast and they were asking me to shave my head that I started to really do some research because I thought 
You know, I mean, I'm desperate for work, but I'm not, you know, <laughs> cutting all my hair off for a director's right. reel or, you know, some, <laughs> you know, short film. I don't blame um, you. Anyway, so, you know, uh, obviously pretty pretty quickly I figured out, oh, this is this is a real TV show. This is, you know, <laughs> starring Jessica Lange. Okay, if it's good enough for her, <laughs> it's good enough for me. So, um, but I mean, it was was still pretty new, you know, it was just season two. And so I, but, you know, once the show started to air, yeah, of course, yes, my life did change. Um, <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, there's pepper for president posters popping up on telephone poles. <laughs> I've got thousands of friend requests overnight. Um, you know, all of a sudden I, I'm, uh, there's people with, my face tattooed on their yeah. limbs. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, TMZ is jumping out of the bushes at me. Uh, you know, eBay sellers are awaiting my arrival at LAX to sign their Pepper Funko Pop figures. Like, right. Pepper Funko Pop figures, what is that? <laughs> like, all of a sudden, like, all these things that, I, I mean, I like I said, when I first auditioned for this, I assumed I was just, like, one of an army of pinheads. So it never even occurred to me wow. that, like, there would be action figures or Halloween masks or, or, you know, training cards. So all of this just was, like, all at once. Unbelievable. Uh, and and pretty crazy. Um, but, but, you know, at the same time, I was uh, working as a Spanish teacher at, at the time. That was my sort of, you know, actor survival job. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it was no secret to my students that I was also an actress. Um, but... Yeah, it was it was kind of crazy, you know, kind of going from, you know, clocking clocking in at Paramount yeah. pictures, yeah. and then, you know, then heading over to the Lingual Institute to conjugate verbs. I, do you think but, like part of that, like, do you think there was a confidence in you? Because you know, I know this is going to sound weird, but it's not that you didn't care, but like, you know, you clearly already you were working. So like, when you go into audition for something like that, do you kind of? you kind of go in going like, well, whatever happens. Like if I, if I book something great, if I don't like, I'm going to be okay because I'm already working. And do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost yeah, like no, the universe responds to that. Oh, thousand percent. I mean, mm -hmm. I, again, it's in the show, but I, I was, I got my SAG card 22 years prior to American Horror Story. Wow, yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, like, so, but, but, but I still, you know, couldn't go to the doctor on SAG insurance. So, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I know about struggling, but for sure. Um, I, you know, I worked in, in, well, I should say in Hollywood, but, you know, it's outside of Hollywood, obviously. It was, I was doing everything. I, I drove the Red Bull car uh, until I crashed it into a shopping mall. <laughs> Please tell me that's in the show. <laughs> Dance for many of our mitzvahs. I spun signs dressed as Lady Liberty. I mean, I, yeah, I conjugated verbs at the Lingual Institute for eight yeah. years. Um, I mean, I, I did, I, I, I worked as a waitress everywhere from the, you know, power lunch spots to Latin night clubs. Yeah. Um, you know, I even worked for a week at the Cheesecake Factory till I learned I had to buy white jeans. And that was, 
that was a hard pass. But the point is, I, um, yeah, I've, I've worked in so many ways. In, 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 I worked, it's like, they would hire me to do anything except act. And I let them. <laughs> and again, that's part of my hustler, you know, horror story. I think, um, though, to answer your question, yeah, it was really hard to yeah. come from the Cheesecake Factory covered in someone else's ketchup and go from there to an audition and try to convince people that I was worthy of, um, you know, being a series regular. Like, I, I didn't even believe it. So did anyone else. Um, I don't, I mean, yeah, I think, yes, to, to answer exactly your question, I think the Spanish teaching was actually a really great thing for me because it it allowed me to wear my own clothes without ketchup. And, um, and yeah, I was like the smartest in class, you know what I mean? Like I I was la professora and I knew (laughs) what everybody else wanted. And, um, and it was, I was, I was, uh, desirable and desired and, and, and felt good about myself. I was doing something that, you know, used my brain. Um, and, and so, yeah, it wasn't a matter of like walking into auditions going like, mm, I don't need this. I've got a great job as a Spanish teacher. It wasn't just that. It was just, it was more just a respect. Like I, I believed that I was good at something. No, that's, that's <laughs> Which wonderful. I, I really wasn't as a, as a waitress, believe me. <laughs> I wasn't good at anything. <laughs> well, I'm very glad it went the other way because then we would not have your talents on screen as Pepper and beyond. And you know, oh, in, in, you. you're welcome. And in many ways, you really did steal that season. I mean, everybody remembers you. <laughs> well, oh. I should say two seasons because your character, you know, Kate was the only one in the history of the show to come from two all the way to four. And that's pretty awesome. Yes, it was. It was especially awesome to me when I they kind of pitched it and I thought, what? This has yeah. never been done before. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's incredible. And I I have to ask you, like, who was your, did you have an on-set BFF? Like, because I I can tell it's such a close-knit group, like the cast and crew that really radiated. But did you have that one that you just kind of hung out with and was your buddy on set? Um, gosh. I know that's a hard one because everyone was probably really cool. (laughs) I mean, uh, you know, I definitely had this imposter syndrome in <laughs> Asylum because it was like, okay, there's all the, like, you know, extras, <laughs> and then there's all the, like, A-listers, and then yeah. there's me, and I was kind of didn't belong with either. Um, and for that matter, in Freak Show, it was similar. I definitely felt like I belonged a little more at the, you know, big kids table. Um, yeah. Like I, you sure did. I was definitely cast. This was a, <laughs> yeah. this was a concerted decision. Um, but even then, again, you had the freaks and then you had the A-listers. So, you know, and again, I'm really, I wasn't, I'm not either. So, uh, um, I would say, uh, Ben Wolf, who played Little Meep, if yeah, you remember yes. from Freak Show, he, uh, 
his character died in in the show early on. I want to say maybe fourth or fifth episode. Yeah. Um, and then he died in real life. Um, uh, yeah. Soon after we wrapped, which was heartbreaking. Um, so yeah, very sad. Of course, I was I became very close to you know many people on that show. Um, I mean, only because we were living together. You know, we were in sure. this uh, freak dorm for lack of a better word. Um, <laughs> Good way to know, put it. Known as the, the train hell in New Orleans, um, but yeah, I mean, it was really special. It was a it was a crazy time. Like we would all go to the clothing optional country club and watch the episode on Wednesday with wow. the rest of the world. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, you know, but I mean, it was also like, oh, Amazon Eve is cooking tonight, and oh, you know, Dandy has an audition. With, who's available to read? You know, it was one of, one of those yeah. things that we were. We were all kind of displaced. None of us were from there. So we were all kind of had been dropped into this haunted hotel and um, to do this thing. And and so, yeah, it was a it was a very special group. I yeah. mean, I'll, I'll never forget being at um, uh, when Rose Siggins, who unfortunately we also lost um, that year, 2015, uh, but she played uh, Legless Susie. Yes. And uh, she had some health complications and uh, had a um, was in the hospital at, at some point and it, during our filming. And I remember going to visit her and walking into this hospital room and boom, I walk in and there I see Rose in bed, Jessica yes. Lang, wow. and Sarah Paulson and me. And the four of us are just sitting in a room going, like, I'm just thinking, in what universe would this happen? You know what I mean? You've got, like... You belong in that room. <laughs> Oscar winner, you know, soon-to-be multi... Former... Auto mechanic who works uh, in Pueblo, Colorado, um, you know, on, on a skateboard, wheeling underneath cars, fixing them, and you know, wheeling out, and me, and it was just such a, it was such a unique experience and time, and that, but that happened all the time. There was always like this hodgepodge of people who were also, um, you know. Uh, supportive and yeah. and you know wonderful to to one another, which isn't always the case. You know, this there really is, is a hierarchy in Hollywood. Absolutely, and, and those you know Oscar winners aren't usually mingling with the auto mechanics. They're just not. I I, I appreciate your so, genuineness and your realness. No, I, people love that. You're just real, and you give real answers. And thank you for that because that's true. <laughs> Do, do you um i'm curious um what your you. yeah that's been one of the major takeaways new show is people are like whoa like i can't believe <laughs> an open book you are like it's like i'm really open and really vulnerable it. i'm just i'm kind of put it there and that's that's just, that's me i'm um you're not a bullshitter, yeah, Naomi. <laughs> I, 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 that's, I feel like 
What's that? I said you're not a bullshitter. Let's let's be real. You're just not. You give real answers. I said you're not a BSer. Ah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and and people love that. Right. People relate to that. You no, know, it's funny. You know, I just yesterday was informed. Thank you. I was just informed yesterday that I've been. Um, I'm going to honor at the LA Women's Theater Festival this year. They're giving me the Maverick Award. Um, and the night is um, dedicated to uh, telling our truths. And I just think that's so perfect because that's what I do. I just tell yeah. my truths. Like, um, we need more of that. In the truth world. is stranger than fiction. And yeah. um, I, I just feel like that's kind of what I'm here to do. Like, I'm a raconteur, you know? I, and I can just sense. We're all put here for something, and I think that's one of my that's my superpower. <laughs> no, and you know what? And I really can sense and feel why you achieved the success you did because you do. You deserve it. You're you. I can already feel like what a genuine soul you are, and it, it's appreciated. And and we need more of that in the world. So I can clearly see, even in this chat right here, why you your star ascended. And, and it deserved to be. Thank you. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. And and by the way, for those of you who, you know, who are not aware, Naomi is sacrificing her dinner right now to talk to me. So I appreciate that because she has a delicious dinner waiting for her so i'm not going to keep her too long <laughs> i am curious what was your makeup process for no problem no problem <laughs> what was your makeup process for pepper like um yeah it was a two and a half to three hour Ugh. um process. uh it was uh you know prosthetic nose ears um brow arms there were my mom see this is the danger of having me home for this my mom is piping in i no yeah i had a, um, a contact lens and a hat suit and a um some fake geese and um <laughs> at one point i even had a prosthetic chest wow the freak show uh, in the freak orgy of episode one yeah. we actually they had this kind of made boobs that they put on me um which is pretty crazy i remember walking around one of the producers saying is that a pepper a robe as if i was naked but like i'm not like i was wearing more clothes than i'd wear to the beach <laughs> you know it's not my fault <laughs> did, did you get to keep any of those little props for yourself i hope yeah. you have something of pepper at your house because you deserve it <laughs> you know I, I did, I, you know, we, we shot the entire, you know, entire six months, like July to December. And I remember as the holidays were approaching, thinking, hmm, Christmas is coming. You know, <laughs> two little pepper ears together with a little string. <laughs> I could make a, just an adorable little ornament like a little heart um which would be obviously very unique and 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 of course this is my thought process meanwhile i've never done anything crafty in my entire life so what was i thinking anyway i did go home and 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 hoarded the like maybe i don't know however many ears but 
That is hilarious. You know, at least a good hundred years I I kept. Oh, that's phenomenal. Thinking that I would one day make a DIY project. It never happened. They started to kind of conglomerate together. <laughs> they discovered them the and thought, oh, great. This really creepy, you know, bag of ears. But, yeah, that's, that's it. I love your personality. I think that's amazing. So I'm so happy you shared that story. <laughs> so somewhere there's there's some kind of conglomeration of ears. And you sell them to some, um, you know, oh, you totally autograph could. salesman. So in case somebody is listening, going, I have those ears. You do have those ears. I'm not. I, they didn't go to waste. You didn't buy a fake. Those actually were in my ear. That's the um, <laughs> I love those. But they were also in on a shelf. Um, starting to glue together after several years. <laughs> I, I hope you don't mind this question. This is going to be kind of out of left field, but I asked everybody who's on this show this same question. And have you ever had like a paranormal or, or odd experience that you couldn't explain? All the time. Wow. I mean, I live in a haunted condo. Oh yeah! Again, I spoiler alert. Um, it's in it's the show. All in the show. Okay. But I do. I live in um, Peter Lawford's last residence. No way. Uh, Peter Lawford, for those who don't know, was a rat packer. Yeah. Um, he's uh, you know introduced Marilyn Monroe to JFK. He, he was actually implicated in her death. Yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, yeah, so I, I've had a couple kind of run-ins with Peter, but it's wow. cool. He's a, he's a friendly ghost. Um, yeah, I had another uh, friendly ghost at the Pacha Train, that hotel I lived in at uh, in New Orleans shooting a uh, freak show. Yeah. Um, but that's super common. I mean, first of all, New Orleans is a crazy haunted place. Oh, yeah. And um, the Pacha Train is known for that. Um... And, uh, yeah, I mean, I've even had, um, kind of, kind of ghost, ghost-like experiences with my, uh, a cousin who passed, wow. um, every time I visit my aunt in Denver. So yeah, I'm definitely, that you have me fascinated. Um, I'm just like, good ghosts. We're, yeah, we're cool. Oh my God. You are just the coolest person. I mean, I have to tell you, like you just led right into it. Cause I would say, you know, horror is not actually a genre that I was, was ever really on my radar. Yeah. But of all the, you know, when you think of horror and there's, you know, there's witches and goblins and ghouls and, yeah. and Satanists, demons and zombies, I would say if there's anything that I really believe in and uh, am kind of freaked out slash excited by it's ghosts for sure oh yeah oh yeah and for that matter i mean i think um as much as i'm of course partial to my own seasons murder house for oh, me oh yeah is, that's a good one stand out yeah probably because i didn't you know know how the sausage was made just yet like <laughs> i watch it and i'm able to watch it just like a regular viewer right. whereas any other season i can sort of imagine the starbucks cop you know, one foot off the screen. You know what I mean? So it's a little less 
yeah. scary. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know the guy that was holding the boom. Right. You know, it's just, you get it. Yeah, I totally get it. You, you're, you can yeah. close your eyes and you know the entire crew shooting the scene. So I completely exactly. understand. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. I, I have to ask you, like, what kind of a role, like, what floats your boat? Like, what's something you either haven't played yet that you want to? Or is there, like, uh, you know, is there that dream part out there for you, like, that you just, that you really want to play? Um, I know I that's mean, a tough I, one. That's a loaded question, because you're, because you Yeah, as a, no, I mean, there's a million. I, I, I yeah. keep thinking of, like, actual... Uh, actual people yeah. <laughs> who yeah. would play. Yeah, um, no, well, you can, yeah, that's fine. Like, I, I yeah. Mean, who, I think, like, Gilda Radner would be a fascinating oh, yeah. character to play. I, I mean, obviously, I have a background in sketch comedy, so I'd love to do, you know. You'd be great. Or, you know, any of her other characters. But at the same time, she obviously had a, all kinds of pathos. I mean, between her anorexia to yeah. her cancer. I mean, I, I can only imagine. Um, I think Hillary Clinton is kind of a, a, a fascinating character. Yeah, that I mean, would again, be a... she's complex. There's, mm-hmm. She's loved, she's hated, she's, she's again, compromised. Right, right. <laughs> so much. Um, uh, I just watched a documentary on her last night, which I'm not going to recommend, because uh, I didn't like it, but uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, who's, of course, a... Yeah. Jeffrey Epstein's yes. co-conspirator, and again, <laughs> when when you say what what kind of character would you like to play? I'm not. These are not nice yeah, people necessarily, right, right? You know, but there's there's something seriously dark and sure, yeah, up with that woman. And I've had that haircut. I know I can <laughs> pull that off. <laughs> Good answer. I love. <laughs> yeah. No, don't get me wrong. I, I full on was like, uh, like Obama supporter. And yet I voted for Hillary because I knew I could play her on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> you totally could play Hillary Clinton on Saturday Night Live. It's like a black man from Chicago. Not so good. But, you know, Hillary, I could do. <laughs> Well, I think uh, I get it because you as a character actor, you like the challenge. So whether they're polarizing, whether, I mean, you like to just jump all in, feed in and, and take that character that is, you know, bigger than life and say, you know what, I can do this. I, and I respect that fully. Well, yeah. And I mean, for the longest time, that's all I was or all I thought I could be, um, you know, was doing really big over the top characters. And that's the irony is that, yes, that's absolutely what I am and can be and, and love. But I'm also here. I am these solo shows yes. where me being actually super honest, super real, yeah. super just myself. Yeah. Peeling back the onion. So well, yeah, let's, let's dive into this. Let's, let's talk about American horror story. So let, let, let's do this. What was your inspiration for, you know, saying, Hey, I want to do this. So, Cause it's not easy. I've, I've done, produced and written shows in the past and I know that's a lot of legwork so what 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 made you decide I'm going to do this well uh this particular one is my third actually Uh, the first two uh the first one um 
was born in what twenty o two I believe yeah uh, that was called Girl in Argentine Landscape and it was my coming of age story set in Argentina um, and then the second one called Carnival Knowledge Love Lust and Other Human Oddities uh, came <laughs> in two thousand nine. Uh, so yeah, this one it's I was overdue. Um, you, you nail the titles. I have to tell you, I love the titles you come up with for these shows. Well, you know, I thought them through. They they take about nine months, yeah, like a baby to to, to birth. Um, but yeah, I mean, in answer to your question, I think you know I graduated college as a theater major in 97 and I waltzed out to Hollywood expecting you know for my close-up and it didn't come for for well we already talked about it like <laughs> 22 years after my mm -hmm. SAG card came so um I think I was just I wasn't being cast in a traditional way and so I thought just cast myself like yeah and and so that's where it all started I love you that. know that's why that's where girl in Argentine landscape came yeah um it was just me wanting to be in something you know here i'd gotten a degree as an actor and yet i i really wasn't an actor i was i was going to the post office and deliver you know sending my headshots out but mm -hmm. like i wasn't actually acting um and so then the next show carnival knowledge same kind of thing at that point you know, Girl in Argentine Landscape had really kind of reinvigorated my my passion for acting and, and what yeah. I set out to do. Um, but I got, you know, busy at the Groundlings and doing all kinds of other things. Um, and and yet I'd, I'd also been let go from there. And so I was, I spent kind of a year just uh, trying to be normal. That is, I don't know, get a day job have a boyfriend, like do all the things that I'd sort of denied myself, um, while I was struggling as an actor. And, and well, I realized, you know, what, what is it that makes me happy? Because I, uh, you know, the day job and boyfriends sure weren't doing it. So, um, and that's when I realized, <laughs> Oh, when I was, you know, doing my own thing, when I was writing and producing and creating my own work. And so that's when I, I, I went back to that. That's incredible. And, um, and let's face it, uh, a lot of time happened between that and uh, American Horror Story. Um, <laughs> this newest show really came around during COVID. I think I'd had some crazy things happen to me, clearly. We've talked about some of them, um, and it, which I always knew was like recipe for a show. Yeah. But it really, I really needed like the nine months to be shut in my house with nothing else fun to do to force myself <laughs> I to just sit down and, and do it yeah you know? yeah <laughs> i mean you know how it is with writing like Absolutely. you're like oh i'll organize my junk drawer or oh I'll my god yeah my you know <laughs> utensils like <laughs> anything yeah <laughs> go can i relate to you yes yeah, it was one of those things where i was like all right people are being crazy they're making bread they're doing puzzles like i'm not doing that but yeah i'll write another solo show and so i did that's incredible i mean that's just i i believe me i have so much admiration because i do know the struggle to sit down let alone to do a whole show 
to, to script the whole show. So, I mean, hats off to you. And what, you know, and where can people get tickets to this? When is it, you know, yeah, let's, let's do that. Like, where can people see this? <laughs> yes, I know. I've teased you enough. Um, well, it's, it's off Broadway uh, in, gosh, a couple weeks, uh, the AMT Theater, which is right there in Midtown. Yeah. Um, the tickets are available uh, at AmericanHorrorStory.com. That's W-H-O-R-E. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's uh, January 23rd, 24th, 25th. I believe the 23rd is out for now, yeah. but uh, you can still uh, – tickets are still available for the 24th and 25th. So – And it's a, it's a very intimate theater, so I imagine, you know, I'll get to meet everybody after. Oh, it's phenomenal. And I can already tell you're the type that will answer questions and sign autographs because you're just such a nice, genuine soul and you deserve this. Of course. I mean, listen, again, I'm like bearing my soul out there. What am I going to suddenly hole up backstage afterwards? No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It's an intimate experience. You know, I need to be able to like... Yeah, you're, in people's eyes after all that. Yeah. Like just, yeah, you know. No, I totally do. You're giving a piece of yourself. So it is. It's a very, like, it's a very, like, family-type environment because you, I can tell, like, appreciate your supporters and they fully appreciate you. So I think it's going to be an amazing experience. And people have two days now because you got the first day sold out, which is good for you. And then <laughs> two days for these uh, fans to come and see this, which is going to be well worth it. Well, and it really is for the fans. Um, I mean, people don't have to have seen, um, uh, you know, the TV show American Horror Story in order to enjoy it. Um, you know, I just did the shows in Taos, New Mexico, uh, which is why I'm, you know, here with my mom. Uh, and, uh, you know, there were the older community here and they're, there weren't a lot of people didn't even had never even heard of the show and that's fine they don't need to have um obviously if you have then you're getting a a special easter egg you're gonna you know appreciate it even more but um i think it's a relatable story um i think we all you know (laughs) hustle and 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 do what we gotta do to get what we want yeah yeah um, yeah i love that and, and I honestly, like, I, I so appreciate your, your genuineness, your realness. And again, I understand why you're so successful because you're a good soul. And I really, really appreciate you taking the time for this. And I promised Naomi, I said, I'm going to have you within like 40 minutes. So we're at the 41 minute mark. And I don't want mom angry at me because she's making some dinner. (laughs) So Naomi, where can people find you if you want to be found? Where, where, what are your, your links? Um, I'm on all the regular, you know, social media channels. I'm at, um, uh, Instagram, Facebook, X, TikTok, YouTube. I think I'm Naomi W. Grossman uh, on all but YouTube and, and TikTok, and those I'm just Naomi Grossman. Anyway, I'm verified, so you look for the check mark. Yeah, look for the blue check. Except for X. I'm not paying for a check no. mark. <laughs> no. <laughs> you've, you've earned the right not to pay for a check mark. <laughs> exactly. And. 
people who are listening right now, whether you're an American Horror Story fanatic or not, or if you're just a fan of Naomi Grossman as a human being, go see American Horror Story because it's going to be hilarious and everything else, a bunch of other emotions that go with that. I guarantee it'll be a nice ride for the audience. Definitely. It's just been, uh, it just won the Broadway World Award for Incredible. Best Solo Production. Congratulations. Uh, in Los Angeles. Uh, and yeah, it's, um, you'll see, it, it is hilarious. It's also kind of heartbreaking. It's, it's, um, uh, what did they say? Darkly fabulous and profoundly revealing. So, wow. Um, Love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Naomi, my, my my final question to you is, would you please come back sometime so we can talk more about your fantastic, interesting life and about future shows, which I know will be upcoming? Of course. No, this is, yeah, no, this is clearly what I do. So, um, I, I, yeah, I definitely have another solo show in me. I don't... I hope to never have another pandemic to have to, you know, right. force me to sit down and write it. Right. <laughs> um, but yes, of course, I'd be happy to. In fact, I would love if, you know, if you will come see the show, yeah. uh, you know, introduce yourself after. Oh, I absolutely will. We're on radio, so I'll, I may need that. But, um, uh, and then, you know, yeah, if you want to follow up with, uh, I mean, you're going to have a whole other slew of questions. After the show. <laughs> I can already tell. <laughs> do that well that is wonderful and speaking of wonderful that's what you are naomi and i really fully appreciate you lending me your time tonight and i could not have had a better guest to kick off season five so thank you from the bottom of my heart ah you're so welcome and happy new year and happy new year to you and please give my best to mom and have a great dinner wonderful (laughs) you're very welcome all right all right bye-bye have a great one bye-bye what a way to begin season five american horror story standout naomi grossman and for all my listeners i want you to know that i have some amazing guests down the pipeline for this brand new season. We're also going to do a slight format change. We are going to be doing some more interesting interviews with people who aren't necessarily in the horror or paranormal realm, but I want my base to know that I will always circle back and have spooky, scary, and unexplainable stories to share. And of course, guests that are in that realm. But uh, we're going to have some fun this season. I think this is going to be possibly the biggest and best season we've done so far. And I am so excited to share this journey with all of you. And I really love you guys. Thank you for taking the time to listen. And until next time, this is Brian Hobson for Footsteps in the Attic. We'll see you soon. Happy 2024.